Preach care, preach with Rashad. Here another episode, another sermon coming at you from 12 Ounce Sports, Zingo TV, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere else you can see it's a man. Uh Rashad, what's going on, my brother? Bro, it's we back out here, man. The weather's starting to heat up. It's starting to really feel like spring and summer again for real now. I'm, I'm enjoying it, man. Hey, I I don't know, I don't know if I really am, man. I I you know, ain't going in and out at work all day and well, it'd be, it be hot. <laughs> hot is not a word. Like, it's still weird that, you know, stuff is closing way earlier and all that kind of stuff. You know, I'm used to everything kind of still being open late, like normal. But we're on this new normal, so stuff is closing up earlier. You still got to make your move before it get too late. <laughs> That's facts. That's facts. Um, So, we y'all know what we're coming through this time. We're doing the open room again. Uh. We did power force last time. We are doing the small force today. Uh, but before we get into all that, uh, Rashad, you got something to say? Oh, yeah. We got 12 people in already. 12 inductees, all power force. Mr. Tim Duncan, Kevin Garnett, Carl Malone, Charles Barkley, Dirk Nowinski. We got Kevin McHale. We got Paul Gasol. We got Dennis Rodman, Anthony Davis, Giannis Antetokounmpo. And Chris Webber, man. So uh, we looking to add in a few more today. Let's see. Uh, let's see how it plays out. You know, we got the small forwards. We always say the wings win your ring. So you know, this gonna be a pretty uh, a pretty important position for us right here. Yeah, wins, wing, rings is our one of our one of our sports rules. We know how how valuable wings are because they can do a lot of different things. Be a guard and kind of be a big man at the same time. Um, so when we go through this list, it's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be great. Uh, but first, let's talk about uh, one of our sponsors, my bookie. If, if first time ever using my bookie, make sure you use the, uh, the promo code Twelve Ounce Sports. Uh, so I'm, I'm gonna give you a little game, Rashad. Over under, we see uh, Nikola Jokic from the Denver Nuggets, like he lost a little weight. Over under, uh, him being over two hundred and thirty pounds. Yeah, he's a pretty big guy. He he probably at about two twenty eight, two thirty. He he's a pretty big guy. Like he looks slimmer, but he's you know I think he probably operated around two sixty during the season. So he's probably about two twenty eight, two thirty. What do you what do you think about that? Like um, as far as like his him losing all his weight, do you, you think it's a good thing for him or a bad thing? Because I I know that we always talk about him being unathletic and stuff like that, but he's still still a problem in the NBA. He's still one of the best players in, in the game. Uh, do, you, do you see this being a, a good thing or a bad thing? For the purposes of right now, this is probably phenomenal because you don't want to take basically three months off. I'm not sure if he has a house, apartment, penthouse, condo. We don't know all that. But, you know, with those, depending upon what situation he he's in living-wise, that kind of tips what you can do body-wise. Now, if you have a house, you probably got your own gym or something like that, but you got an apartment. They probably closed the gym up due to COVID. So um, I'm pretty sure working with the training staff, they probably gave him a phenomenal diet plan. And with uh, three months off, he had a lot of time to get in shape. And I, I don't think it's a bad thing because with the way the games are going to be right now, you probably want the least amount of weight on you as possible so you don't wear your knees out, wear your back out. You can get up and down that court as fast as possible you know, with these, they're going to they gonna hot shot the season, eight games, boom, right to the playoffs. And then you you could be in some dog fights with the Rockets who play fast or with the Mavs who play kind of fast. So you want to be in shape to be able to match up with anybody. Yeah, you're talking about a guy who he play, he be playing like 40 minutes. <laughs> so so a guy, he need to be in shape because them niggas going to need you. Um, I, I mean, I, it ain't like there's any shacks out there or there's any – so bonuses like there's not really any big guys who can really kind of lean on him in the west so I mean, <laughs> lo- losing a little bit of weight won't really hurt him you know the biggest guy out there is that's gonna be in a playoff wise gonna be 
Zion Williamson, who's like six inches shorter than him, and then <laughs> on the on the height side and probably body wise is AD and Gobert. So you know he should be good. You know and Gobert can't score. <laughs> so it's like so he should he should be straight out there. Yeah, yeah. Montrez Harrell ain't any size. Yeah. So. Well, hey, I'm I'm interested to see see how how that how he carries weight around now that he doesn't have the weight. So, uh, shout out shout out to Jokic for for doing that, man. Uh, before we get into it, also over under, you know, my boy Dalvin Cook in the news, man. Shout out, shout out John Beckett, man. Denver Nuggets. Oh yeah, shout out John Beckett. Hey, we we got, we got to get it back on too. Uh, Dalvin Cook, part my Minnesota Vikings, man. In the news, uh, you know our number one rule: we never pay running backs. He said he's not coming back to any team activities until they get a reasonable contract. Now, I've heard rumors that Mike can offer him a little bit less than $10 million, um, and also reports that he wants Christian McCaffrey money. So, I guess <laughs> so so it's like you got, you got two different sides of the spectrum right there. I guess reasonable would be somewhere in the middle with 12 to 13 million. So, um over under um I, I'm going to go I'm going to go three and a half. Uh how many games did Devin Cook miss? He gonna probably miss at least. I'm going over three games because just looking at right now, man, they are far apart money wise. Because you gotta still think about, all right, you're not gonna get McCaffrey money. He's the outlier. He's not as beat up as you have missed in the game. So that that's out the door. Mm. You really can't even get Zeke money because even Zeke been on the ball. Like <laughs> Cook Cook been hurt, so you can't you can't get Zeke money or McCaffrey money. So now you're looking at all right. That David Johnson money that he, you know, first got, that might be pretty fair, you know, you know, considering at that time where he was and he got injured, so it kind of make it look bad in yeah. hindsight. But man, ten million might be the the cap, and depending upon how the guarantees or, uh, you know, the incentives. If you play this many games, you get this. If you hit these bonuses of, uh, maybe a weight or touchdowns or yards. You know, you can probably get it up to about 12, 13 million with bonuses, but just a flat guarantee, nine or 10 million. That, that, that's all I'm willing to go. And even that's going to be for about a two year deal because if he get hurt again, you don't want to be stuck with him when you got Madison the Boom who can probably step in. Hey, Madison, what it do, baby? You know me, man. I, I love Dalvin Cook, man. I I mean, I think he. Like, he, he is the key to the offense. Yeah. He is the key to the offense because that play actually with Kirk Cousins, that's deadly. And now you've lost. You know, dig via trade, and you got a rookie wide receiver on the outside now. So you will need Cooks pass catching, and you know, not a ball control offense, but you need somebody to kind of alleviate some of the stuff from Cousins. But yeah, I mean, not not for no twelve, thirteen, fourteen million dollars, fifteen man, nine or ten. Yeah, and, and we know even though even though the rule is never pay running backs. Okay, we, we can understand why the Panthers paid uh, Chris McCaffrey. You understood why the Cardinals paid David Johnson what they did, but it's like. When you see when you have the offense that Minnesota has, Gary Kubiak and Kyle Shanahan, that that's they, they got the same kind of offense. And how many elite backs has came from that system? Like, I don't remember who was the back in for Houston when Kyle, when Kubiak was there. Lamar, uh, Aaron Foster, like you saw, you see, I don't think he was elite, but he had great you know great seasons. And then you got Matt Breeders and and the, and the uh, Mostert. So you know, I I, I love I love Dalvin Cook. I think he's special. I think we do need him to win the Super Bowl, but. Hey, when that money start talking, I start walking. <laughs> man, salary cap sport, man. You got to know when to hold them, know when to fold them. Facts. All right, now let's get into our upper room. The upper room. Uh, shout, shout out to Eddie Murphy again in life, man. Uh, <laughs> um, small forwards. So we talked about power forwards. Wing, wings win rings, and this is the, probably the best position. So we're, we're going to start off. We're going to start off with the um, the guys who are retired. Who we have already in, we're not gonna spend too much time talking about them because they already made it. But we got two votes from both of us. Uh, first off, Larry Bird, uh, Boston yeah, Celtics. Yeah. I mean, unanimous nominees right here. I mean, Larry Bird. I mean, it, you, you can't. It's not like much you can say, man. I mean, he. How many championships you got? You got three. Yeah, uh, three titles. Made it five times. Two Finals MVPs. Ten time All NBA. Uh, three consecutive MVPs. Like. That's I'm crazy. gonna give me a quick, a quick spiel, man. I have Larry Bird as the fifth best player of all time. I, I'm one of those people who thinks he's better than Magic Johnson because when they were both at their peak powers, he won three consecutive MVPs, and Magic didn't get some to afterwards. So yeah. I think Larry, I think a better score than Magic, 
Magic gonna get the nut at the passer, but it didn't like Bird suck as a passer. No, nah, Bird was good. <laughs> Bird, Bird, <laughs> exactly. Bird can pass that thing. Yeah, yeah. Man, I, man yeah. average like ten rebounds for the career, man. Bird, Bird up there to me. Hey, I think he won the, the five best players of all time. I'm with you as far as Larry Bird being better than Magic, and that's coming from a Laker fan who hate the Celtics. So, uh, <laughs> but yeah, Larry, I mean Larry Bird. Imagine if he was alive, not alive, but imagine if he was in this era. What you doing? <laughs> I'm chilling. Hey, 2022. 2022. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. 2020. I apologize. Um, but Larry Bird. I mean, imagine if he was in this era with shooting threes, bro. He would be thirty. Like this. This. This man. guy. Man. Let Larry Bird be outside of LeBron James, the best player in the game right now. It's, you, I'm right there with you, man. I mean, you, I mean, yeah, we we seen Kevin Durant. Uh, be a scorer and Larry Bird, like what he can do too is like obviously it's kind of like that's what that's what kind of that's what I would see if Larry Bird was uh, uh, around now. Um, next person we got Scottie Pippen. Um, I mean, we talk about wing, wings win rings. He got six of them things and and one of the best defensive players of all time. Uh, Chicago. We know when Michael Jordan left, he still made the playoffs. He showed why he was one of the best players in the game. Um, even when, to, when he went to uh, Houston and went to Blazers, he showed that he, he was he was still a good player. So, Scottie Pippen, I mean, can't, can't go wrong putting him in. Yeah, point forward, triple-double threat, uh, probably, you know, the best wing defender of all time, arguably. Uh, six titles, let the league in steals before, 10-time all-defense, resume speaks for itself. Welcome to the hall, the upper room, Pip. <laughs> what up, Pip? <laughs> um, and then the last person who uh, who's retired, who automatically in, of course, Doctor J, the doctor. Um, and it's kind of crazy, like you know, he was so great in the ABA and in the NBA, and and we, you know, we talked about how this 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 proper Hall since of Fame, right? It's since the merger, so it's from nineteen seventy seven on. So, um, but but Doctor J, I mean, won a championship. Uh, got an MVP in the NBA, seven-time All-NBA, and this is after the merger. So you're talking about a guy who can do it all. Uh, my, the, I mean, one of the best plays of all time going behind the backboard, laying it up. I mean, the cradle. I mean, it, iconic. Doug Jay's iconic. Yeah, so like you said, don't nobody come in the mentions talking about, well, Rick Barry and John Havlicek and Elgin Bailey. We've not, <laughs> we're not counting them right. in this. Yeah, but the crazy thing is, Doc lost some of his prime years, not lost because he in the ABA he dominated. He was multiple time MVP, won the ABA title, all that kind of stuff. But even spending some of his prime years in the ABA, then coming to the NBA later on, he still put together one heck of a resume, man. Like eleven yes. time All Star, he won an MVP, made All NBA seven times, and he took the Sixers to the finals three times before Moses got there. And then of course when Moses got there. They won a title, so I mean, he's one in three in the NBA finals, but man, you was carrying the team, and you yeah. know, you, you was getting there, man. Like, pretty much, I would not say by yourself, but you was you were the lead guy on that team. I would say if he if, if the timing was right and he got Moses and Charles Barkley, who's already in the upper room, man, who knows how I many who who knows how they would have wrecked the 80s if Charles Barkley came, uh, you know, a few seasons before uh, before he got shipped off to Phoenix, but yeah, Donald J automatically in for us. Um. Yeah. Going on. Going on to like like you talked about the, the guys, Elgin Baylor's. We we respect all of them, but this is since 1977. So, um, here are the players who are active, who we have automatically in as well. Of course, uh, King James, LeBron James. I mean, this this guy has done everything and more that he was supposed to do, and that's it's crazy because I never seen somebody as hyped as he was coming out. I mean, we was we was little kids when he was coming out, and and he been everything, everything and more. So, uh, I mean, yes, he got the three and six fi the finals record, but I mean, it's eight straight chip, uh, trips to the uh, finals, fifteen time All Star. You got four MVPs when he should have ten probably. I mean, LeBron, too easy, man. Man, yeah, arguably, arguably the goat. I mean, if you go back and look at any season stats and look at the leaders. He only has one scoring title, but you can say you get debate. He he could probably have five or six of those as well because a lot of years, even though he's a triple double guy, he's mainly pass first, like team first. A lot of years, this dude was second or third, well at least top four in scoring. Like imagine he just poured it on for like two, three more shots. He'd be averaging right. thirty, because right. most most times he averaged between twenty five and twenty nine, and that's giving the ball up first. If he took it upon himself to 
ball hog and like go get every <laughs> but if go get every bucket easily. Dude could could easily average thirty. So arguably to go top two in my opinion, man. Like you said, four MVPs, but a dude could have eight of them. Yeah, and on top of that, we we glad that he want to score because he's already gonna get probably the best, the most scoring points of all time. Man, <laughs> man. and like that, and that's why like that goat argument is true. Like, of course, he had more years, you know, not going to college, all that kind of stuff. He started out started out younger, taking care of his body and stuff like that. So of course, he gonna naturally last longer with all the modern day medicine. Right, dude, dude been working out and training since he was in high school. So like you know, <laughs> he didn't he didn't have the best treatment possible, man. But yeah, he could. He gonna probably be number one for sure, and he and scoring ain't his main priority. That's and that's that's the crazy part. Um, and also, uh, his counterpart that that we always compare him to, uh, Kevin Durant. Um, I mean, this is this is. I mean, it was funny, bro. I seen a tweet that says, uh, I think Spencer Dinwiddie said this. He was like, man, when you when you have a seven two small four, I said, damn. He gonna grow every year. <laughs> like he was he was six ten. He's seven foot. He's seven two. Uh, but Kevin Durant, I mean, one of the best scorers of all time. Um, he could put that ball in the net. I mean, averaging twenty seven for a career, like that's crazy. Cause you know usually guys come in the league, you get sixteen, seventeen to start off, and then you then you get up there, so your career numbers be trashed because you know your first few years. But this guy, first two or three yeah, years, yeah. But this guy out the gate, man. Um, been been a scorer, a dominant presence. Um. Uh, like everybody, I tell everybody this story. Kevin Durant, yes, he went to the Warriors and quote unquote took the easy way out, but he saved the Warriors. I don't care how you want to how you want to slice it, he saved the Warriors. They was not winning another championship until Kevin Durant got there, um, and he 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 came there was the best player on the floor. So Kevin Durant easily in, in my in my in our upper room. Oh yeah, four time scoring champ. He could have a few more of those if, if he didn't join the Warriors, honestly. So, right. uh, one of my favorite players. I don't want to add on too much. Um, he has two titles. I consider him to be two and one in the finals. One, two at the Warriors. Lost to OKC. I don't count this past year. He only played eleven minutes. Yeah. What? Like ten, 10 minutes. That don't count against his resume. Hey, two, he, two, he, two and one. He plus. <laughs> he had a. He won that shit. Like he won. If he if plus minus, he he got that. Uh, Kevin Durant. Exactly. Um, and another guy that we both agree on, and this this is where we, I think our debate start for the small forwards is uh, is none other than I, I wore the hat today when he won the championship, uh, Kawhi Leonard. Um, I mean, you talk about a guy who has the potential to win Finals MVP with three different teams. This is what LeBron James is trying to do right now, and he's in year seventeen versus Kawhi, who's in year what seven eight. And uh, yeah, yeah, Kawhi's year eight or nine. So he came in 2011, 2011, 2012. Yeah, so yeah, so eight or nine years, and he's about the, he's on the same the same path. And I mean, yes, you spent one year with the Raptors versus you know LeBron spending multiple years in different places. But this guy, this guy has a, has the opportunity to be not only the best defender of all time, but you're talking about one of the one of the greatest at offense as well. So we'll we'll see. You know, he still got some years to go, and he you know. So we'll see about that, but he already got two Finals MVPs, uh, one of the best defenders of all time, and anytime he's up on the court, you have to worry about him both ways. Yeah, I mean, I, we both agree he's in, um, but you know, people try to discredit him. Oh, well, the first Finals MVP, he was on a loaded Spurs team with multi multi time All Star, all that kind of stuff. The, I guess the Spurs, the, the Spurs were not really the Spurs at that point. They were slowly, right. they, they were more of a committee at that point. Like Duncan wasn't. Yes. The, the, the same 2003 MVP Duncan. Ginobili wasn't the same sixth man of the year Ginobili. Tony Parker wasn't the same 2007 finals MVP Tony Parker. So, you know, Pop was still Pop, but they were slowly turning the team over to Kawhi and to Danny Green. Like, they were going younger and stuff like that. They were right. more of a committee approach. So, you can't discredit his finals MVPs. You know, but his game three, four, and five was kind of what propelled him to that blowout of the heat. He's already won two defensive player of the year awards already made all defensive team five times he should make his fourth all nba this all season i mean <laughs> two you already got two titles basically the same resume as kevin durant for the most part outside of, outside of regular season mvp right i mean all he has to do if he went with the clippers i mean he cemented because you won with two franchises who would never win probably again yeah, dude gonna be dude, top 15 <laughs> all time yeah man. Easily. like even even if, even if he don't even if he decides to hang it up early or his body break down, he's easily one of the 15 
in my opinion, one of the 15 greatest players of all time. Yeah, I thought... At this point, you're just looking for longevity stats, which I don't really care about. What, what did you do in your prime? Did you dominate or not? Right. And I think Kawhi Leonard, even though I think Barry Sanders is the greatest running back, Kawhi Leonard, can, he's, he's like a Barry Sanders type of guy where he can lead the game early and accomplish so much, it don't matter, it don't matter what time like, he actually leaves. So, yeah, Kawhi Leonard. And so that's, that's six guys right there already in the upper room. Now, let's, I mean, let's go ahead and let's go ahead and start getting to the gritty uh, of, of our discussion. Um, so, it's some guys who retired. So, let's start there. Let's start, let's start with the, with the, with the Paul Pierce's and the James Worthy's, uh, the Neeks, uh, Grant Hill, those type of guys. So, um, I'm going I'm, 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 I'm to give you the floor. You're going to talk about who you want to talk about first. Uh, let's pop it off with a, a, a very controversial guy, man. Paul Pierce, the truth. <laughs> Mr. Mr. Always hating on LeBron. Always my here trade LeBron, or you know, just always hating on LeBron. Let Let's start with the truth, man. man. Uh, <laughs> you know, resume wise, ten time All Star, uh, one time champion, made it uh, made it twice, but he's a one time champion from two thousand eight, four times All NBA. On that championship team, he was the Finals MVP. Um, I always kind of divide his career up into two years, into two sections personally he spent 15 years with the celtics but always look at it from like his third year through his ninth year before the big three joined together he was averaging like 25 points a game and then once they the big three came you know he's averaging more around 19 points a game but he was still a five-time all-star on both fronts and of course you know you you make more all nbas compared to you win a title and you make a deep playoff run so always divide his career up into two yeah um while I had the floor, if I'm voting, I would give Paul Pierce the nod. You know, I think he's one of the four or five greatest Celtics of all time. Um, Paul Pierce, I mean, he, he's one of my favorite players as far as growing up when I was playing basketball to, to watch and study his game. Um, but, yeah, Paul Pierce was a killer, man. I mean, and I think that's what get lost in the shuffle where when, when you see, you know, Iverson break through once. Um, Reggie Miller broke through once. Um, Ray Allen couldn't break through. Got to the conference finals a couple times. Uh, Jason Kidd then broke through uh, to what twice, but Pierce was he was there the whole time, and and that's and that's the, I think that's what people forget. Like he wasn't at the crib. Like it's not like he was Devin Booker not, and, yeah, yeah, and, and yeah, those not, guys, not all the time. right? It's not like he was eighteen and, and sixty. No, this guy was when they was winning games in Boston. Him and Antoine Walker and. They had their chances to make finals, and, and you know they made an easy conference finals one time. And, and it, I think that that's that's the that's things like nobody was watching Boston at that time because you know it wasn't a thing. And Paul Pierce had chances to leave, and he didn't. He got the big three to come, and that's why you that's why I like when you say you, you split his career because this side he was making all finals MVPs, uh, I mean all NBAs, and then he was winning the uh like averaging twenty five and now you had to take a step back to win championships. And he only got one, got there twice. Uh you know, they they tried it in Brooklyn, didn't didn't work. But it it's it just it just he get for, he get forgot about because of what he'd be saying is just stupid. Yeah, an, an, analyst Paul Pierce and player Paul Pierce are two different yeah. people. Analyst Paul Pierce is going as as the worst. He would never make my uh analyst Hall of Fame. Uh, but Man. yeah the player the player I'm with you Rashad I'm 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 voting him into. Yeah, I think I think he his his resume and what he did, you know, he's kind of gotten underrated as time has went on as yeah. as a true bucket as a true bucket getter. But his contemporaries, Kobe and you know, stack them, T Mac, a lot of people, they give Pierce the props on the court. Like you say, as an analyst, we might have to get P up out of here. But, <laughs> but you know, on the on the court, I think he's. I think he's in there. Yeah. But uh, let's go ahead and let's go ahead and take it to, let's take it across the across the country, man. Let's keep the rivalry going. Let's go from a Celtic to a Laker. Let's talk about James Worthy. Big game, um, James. Resume wise, yeah, yeah. Hey, one of the better nicknames out there, along with <laughs> along with the truth. Yeah. But uh, big game, James, seven time All Star, three time champion with the Lakers. Uh, they made six finals while he was there. He made two All NBA teams. And in 1988, their last run uh, together as a, as a winning team, going back-to-back, back, he was the Finals MVP, not Magic, not Kareem. James Worthy was the Finals MVP. And in a, a game seven, that was his first career triple-double, man. So he came up big when they needed him hey. needed the most. That's where he get the nickname hey, from. Hey, 
And see, and I don't want to discredit James Worthy for being the third, the third guy when you when you talk about like it's like legendary status when you talk about Kareem and Magic, and then you have a James Worthy right behind him. And it's like, but when all three together, he still got an MVP. Now Kareem was on the on the tail end. So you yeah, know, so yeah, so it's kind yeah, of there was older Kareem right. Right. Now. <laughs> so it's, so so it's kind of like do we do we how much do we put into the Finals MVP as far as he got it he got it because it was older Kareem, um, and it's like do we do we do we uh, like demote him a little bit because he was the third guy because we we know we know Big James like anywhere he went he probably would have been one of the best players on his team when he would have won, you know that, that's 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 uh, up for the up for the uh, yeah right but but you know. He, I mean, it's it's not like it's not too much he couldn't do. I mean, he couldn't shoot threes, but I mean, the Lakers, the Lakers weren't known for that at the time. They was running gun, and, and I think he was a perfect partner to having like a Magic, like Johnson, because Magic, Magic wasn't yeah, the score scorer, but you run the you run the wing, you get the ball. Yeah, so and, and I, I think that's where he, you know, he got a lot of easy buckets and transition as well, like that. Um, ah, man, it, it it's just tough because do you do you think when you talk about James Worthy? Would would you say would you say during the eighties he's he's one of the best players in the game? One of the more underrated guys. Um, and of course, you know what you do is always depend upon your situation as well. Um, you know, when he first came into the league, they still had Jamal Wilkes averaging twenty points. So James kind of had to ride the pine a little bit until right. his time came. But when his time did come, uh, from the eighty five eighty six season through. Like what, 91, 92, if you average those seasons out, the dude was shooting fifty-two percent from the field because he had such an elite post game and he's averaging twenty points. And I think his career numbers for a regular season are like seventeen points, but in the playoffs, his career numbers he's averaging like twenty-one, twenty-two. So when the playoffs came, he always took his game up a notch. So right. I think based upon the resume of winning three titles, you got the finals MVP, multi time all star. His his skill set. I would I would give James Worthy my nod. I, I would give him my vote. Cause see, it, to to me to me to me it's kind of like all right, is, is James Worthy being in that? Cause like we talked about like who last year we talked not last year we talked about uh, Aldridge being like the face. We talked about the Hall of Good, and it's kind of like it's kind of like well James Worthy got to got to be above that. But it's like is he up here with up there here with the LeBron and Durant, the Larry Birds? Of course not. So in, in the upper room, there there are still levels to this, <laughs> like you know what I mean. So it's kind of like it's, man, bro, it's still levels we, to we, it. We, look, look, we in the upper room, but man, it, it's tears to like it ain't levels. It's tears, man. You got yeah. some people in the the penthouse suite. You got some <laughs> people in, with, with the king bed, and you got some with, with the queen bed. But you still in the upper room. You, right. you still in the you still in the elite place. Yeah, you still get invited to the parties, man. And, but. Yeah, so but somebody somebody gonna have a pool table in the hot tub. Somebody just gonna have you know the slide door shower. Somebody <laughs> gonna have the regular the, the stand up bedroom. The slide door shower. That's funny. But you but you know, hey, you you still in the upper room. You just on the the, the lower end, man. Yeah, I think I think because you know because he's still VIP. Hey, drinks on me. Uh, James <laughs> James Worthy. He got it three times with his with his boys with Kareem and, and no, not with Kareem, but he got it twice with Kareem. Three times with Magic, and he was able to get one as a as the best player in the series. And you talk about that how big that game was, a game seven. I mean that 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 right there, plus with his resume, it's kind of, it's kind of pushing me to 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 agree with you and and, and put him in. Yeah, it's kind of hard to leave him out. Of but he team. but he getting that, he getting that queen size though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He on that. Yeah, he on, he on that lower. He on the lower rung, but he is. <laughs> he getting that queen size. All right. Um, another guy, Dominique Wilkins, man. Um, hey, need the freak. I mean, it just. I'm gonna tell you like it is. Neat, neat, just neat. Lucky, like he, Atlanta is not known for winning. Like, like, Dominique was anywhere else, he'd be a champion. Bro, hold on. We gotta bring nicknames back. The dude nickname was the human highlight reel. Like the dudes back in the day had nicknames. Like now you just get your initials: AD, KD, OBJ. <laughs> Nobody created. Nobody created. They, 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 they lazy with the names now, man. We have the human highlight reel. I mean, they call him Michael Jordan, Black Cat, Black Jesus. Come on, man. Hey, your, your nickname now. Your nickname now, Melo. 
Hey, you talking about Doctor the Doc, the Doctor J, Truth, Big Game James, and the Human Highlight? That's this this. Hey, nicknames alone I mean, eating up room. <laughs> even if you even if you nickname yourself Black Mamba, man, R.I.P. to the to one of the goats. Even if you nickname yourself, get you get you a good nickname. Hey, don't, my, don't be out here. Don't be out here calling yourself the Brow. And that's my guy. Don't be out here. <laughs> Don't got your call on yourself, hey. no brown man. Come on, bro. Look, <laughs> brown, brown mountain rebound. That, that is that's hard. The mailman. Come on, bro. They had nicknames back then. These dudes, these days, they tripping, bro. Your dog on a niche. <laughs> Mello. KD. <laughs> OBJ. He said, that's your AD. name. <laughs> man, that's your name. Your name, Carmelo. What's up, bro? What's up, Mello? Hey, come on, man. Like, D-Wade hey. had the last good nickname, Flash. Like, that was the last good nickname. And he went even that fast for that home. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's funny as hell. Hey, all right. The, I, the, the beard. Bro, come on, anybody get a beard? Come on, man. Oh, man. That's funny. All right, so all right, so the human highlight, man. I mean, he 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 started going around the league at the end of his career, but we know we know him for the Atlanta Hawks. Uh, nine-time All-Star, one-time scoring champ, seven-time All-NBA. I think Dominique in his prime, I mean, yeah, granted, it was kind of intertwined with you know, intertwined with the, the Jordans, Burrs, and, and all them. But Dominique, if it wasn't for them, he's the best player in the NBA. So. I mean, I, I wouldn't argue with that, man. Between, uh, in the 80s, in between, if you take out Mike, if you take out Larry Bird and Magic, you're looking at Isaiah Thomas and Dominique. And Dominique. I mean, the dude, the yeah. dude one, one of the greatest dunkers of all time. I mean, he spent the majority of his career with the Hawks, but. Uh, he's the franchise's all-time leader in scoring and steals. Starting with his second year in the league, that, that began a streak of 11 consecutive years scoring more than 20 points. I mean, he, he led the league in scoring one time. Uh, I think he averaged 30 that year. Might have been 80, 85 or 86, something like that. So That's a lot of points. They, I mean, with the Hawks, he made the playoffs – Eight out of twelve years, so he was he was getting there. Like as the guy, you were getting to the playoffs, but you all getting knocked out. You know, second round. Because his best player is because his second best player five zero five foot tall, like four six. Spoiled web and Doc. <laughs> That's why he couldn't win go far. But yeah, man, uh, Dominic, Dom, uh, Dominic, man, he yeah, he's in the case close. Yeah, I I I, I got to get him my vote definitely one two dunk contest. I, I got to get him in there. All right, it's one it's one guy that we that 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 retired had a great career to start off, but injuries derail him. And I want to know if you putting him in, um, and that's no other than Grant Hill, who may have been. If you talk about role players, he might be the greatest role player. Like if you talk about greatest of all time role players, he probably up there. And we talk about greatest like off the jump, he's one of he's he's in there. His first six years, bro. 22 points per game, eight rebounds, and six assists. And this is from the gate. This is from rookie season to six years later before he left Detroit. He was a, like, like you're talking about bad boys. Like, he was a bad boy. Like, uh, you know, after Isaiah and, and he, he, he picked teen up with, I think him and Joe Dumars caught each other. Um, yeah, they, they had a few years to um, So, and he you was. Know, they changed the uniform. Then they had them Teela uniform. Hey, then hey, them, they, they were them, trying to get rid of that bad boy. Hey, them, them jerseys was hard. I don't, the Grant Hill Pistons jerseys were hard, in my opinion. Um, but man, this is like it's like his career, and maybe maybe it's Tim Duncan fault for not going to Orlando. Oh, uh, as far as like you know, as far as like helping helping his case here, because his first six years, five time All NBA, first six years, like it. In in six years, six time All Star. Like, yeah, it, it's almost unheard of, man. Like this, you should you should not have you should not make the the All NBA five times in your first six seasons doing crazy and six all time All Stars, and like we we leave you out. But it's kind of like, well, he had so many different like stages of his career with the Magic where he just fell apart. Uh, the yeah, Sun. he only got he only got one quality year in Orlando, only one quality year. And like I said, it's, it's, if he just, if he had stayed healthy, he could have been a champion. Like him and team met together would have been a problem. Like that, this the Pistons, especially here, in that in, in that era in the East, with just they two, just made, two of them. Yeah, they could have definitely made some East Finals or 
some NBA finals. I'm about to say if if Iverson making it by himself, Ray Allen, Ray Allen and Desmond Mason going to, to the East Coast Finals, Grant Hill and T Mac would have been so far gone. And and it's kind of like so I'm I'm gonna say I'm gonna say no, just because after after the six years, then like it just went downhill and it, it's it's not. I mean injuries a part of the game and. But that's all. He didn't do anything else after that. He was a great role player, like with the Phoenix teams, with Nash and all them, and you know, being being a good glue guy. And with the Clippers and even with the Mad, like it just, I just feel like it just after the six years, it just a flop. And it's because of injuries and all that stuff. But his first six years, he he would be if he just took this, just take that prime for prime. I mean, he he was gonna be one of the greatest players of all time. Yeah, I know we established the baseline, so I'm, I'm gonna see if you'll change your mind and give Grant here your vote. After got a few, got a few more nuggets on Grant, man. All right, All right. on the list of people who have nine thousand points, three thousand rebounds, twenty five hundred assists, and five hundred steals, and two hundred blocks. All those stats, the, the, the big five stats. Through their first six years, only three guys got those stats: LeBron, Larry Bird, and Grant Hill. All right, they won the gold medal. In the 96 Olympics, he led the team in steals when they did that. As a rookie, he's the he's the only rookie, well, the, I don't say only, but he was the first rookie in any of the, the major four sports, you know, the basketball, football, hockey, baseball, or the four major uh, sports. He led the fan voting in his first All-Star game as a rookie. That's unheard of. You know, no mic in the league, so he led the fan voting. I mean, as a non-guard, for four years, he led the NBA in assists among non-guards. He has 29 career triple-doubles. That's more than Michael Jordan. Jordan only got 28. And that's, and that's, probably, I, I, and that's probably all in the first six years. <laughs> like, and, I mean, and then I got to get him one more nod, man. So, 97, Carl Malone was the MVP. You know, kind of controversial because people thought Mike should have won it. But Grant Hill was third in MVP that year in the, in the rankings, averaging mm-hmm. 21, 9, and 7. So, you know, short prime, very short lived, but he did so much in this in that in that short amount of time. I'm giving him so, a vote for the Upper Room Hall of Fame. So, so you saying Grant Hill is the Terrell Davis of our? Because you know Terrell Davis and Gail Sayers, they didn't play long at all in NFL, and yet during their prime, they were the best in the league. D- dominated, yeah. So, like, I mean, I, I just said like Grant Hill was in his first six years, he would like he was on pace to be, obviously. You know Jordan with the six rings, it's hard to hard to top that. But he was well on his way to be the best player of all time. And you say if you say Larry Bird and LeBron did that in their first six years, and nobody else done it, not Durant, not Mike, like not LeBron, Kobe, Bird, and Grant Hill. <laughs> like uh, that's that's I mean because like it's like all right. So if we, I guess I guess somebody has to be the Terrell Davis because. Because you can't lead Terrell out the Hall of Fame because he's he's great. He basically, power, power, you know, basically powered the Broncos to those championships. Right. He kind of saved saved John Elway on the back end. So it's kind it's kind of like it's kind of, all right. So Pistons, do you remember how well they did in the, in in those in those playoffs? Like was he? They they, they made playoffs four out of his six years. Uh, a few first round knockouts, but I think they made the second round one time. I mean, one or, one or, one or two times. He bought he bought he bought second. Once you do once Joe Dumars left, I mean, who's on the Pistons? I mean, I can't even name nobody. I, exactly. I, I, so, <laughs> I mean, like his first, his first six years was so elite. I you know what? I'm letting him in. Yeah, he got he got he got to go into he because this is you talking about one of the guys who he was going to be an all time great. We, we talk about trajectory. We talked about last week and we talked about this week as well. The trajectory was he's going to be the, one of the best players of all time. Like now, I'm not even saying a queen size bed with James Worthy. He, he was getting the penthouse. So, oh yeah, he was, yeah he was definitely hitting. He was getting the penthouse. So I I I, I let Grant Hill in. You're right. I get it. Yeah, like just just that that stat where he finished in the MVP voting and yeah. having more triple doubles than Mike. That those three things like that that convinced me like well, he got to be in there. All right, so. So got guys who retired that we ain't really even talked about, like the Alex Englishes and the Adrian Dantleys, the Chris Mullins, Bernard Kings. Uh, your 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 take on them because they they put the ball in the basket as well. And Chris Mullins, I would say his career stats got dwindled down because of the Pacer just being a role player score. Uh, 
But all these guys were four to five plus odd stars. Um, out, out of those three, outside of Chris Mullen, the rest of them were scoring champs. Um, and they made multiple all NBA nods. So, um, what's the case for them, these guys not getting in? Uh, because they're in the, they're in the Naismith Hall of Fame, but they're not in the upper room. Uh, I'm, I'm going to start with Chris Mullen. What's the case for Chris Mullen? Five time all star, four time all NBA, member of the infamous run TMC. Shout out. Uh, also a member of the 92 Dream Team. He got a gold medal. Okay. Uh, quick, quick little stats on Mullen. Warriors franchise leader in games played. He's first, 807 games, and also in steals. Stephen Curry going to pass him both <laughs> right. pretty soon. <laughs> and Clay, uh, he's he going to be third. He'll be fourth. Yeah. Draymond can pass yeah, so him. <laughs> so, you know, he's seventh in uh, free throw percentage for the franchise, uh, fifth in total points, and fifth in total assists. He had five consecutive years of averaging 25-plus points, and only Will Chamberlain did that with the Warriors. So that's the case for Chris Mullen. But I can go ahead and get my vote on Chris Mullen right now. He, I'm not voting for him. He is not moving to the upper room. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not voting for Mullen. I think Mullen is one of those Hall of Goods. He, he definitely ain't a Hall of Good. Like, you talk about you want to build your franchise and you want to have, this, uh, you want to have a good second or third guy, Chris Mullen Chris Mullen's your guy. So, um, yeah. I mean, even before all NBA is during the 90s, I mean, that's pretty, you know. Uh, that's that's pretty good. Yeah, so, solid run, but only only four or five good years. I, I can't do it. Um, Alex English, let's, let's talk about Alex English, man. Uh, he played for a few teams, but he's mostly known for his time with the Nuggets. Uh, during the eighties, you know, he's one of the more prolific scorers. He retired when he retired. He was the seventh leading scorer in NBA history. He had twenty five thousand six hundred thirteen points. That's like thirty five now. <laughs> <laughs> he, was, he was the first player in NBA history to score 2,000 points in eight straight seasons. He has – well, he set 31 Denver Nuggets records during that time. I mean, during his first 10 years with Denver, he made eight All-Star games, won a scoring title, averaged more than 23 points nine years in a row, and they also made the playoffs nine times. Uh, he's still the Nuggets franchise leader in scoring. And uh, an uh, underrated thing about this dude, man, something I value – Dude was healthy for a very, very long time. And during his 15-year career, you know, he played at least 78 games every year except his rookie year. I'm, I'm voting for him. Hey, I'm, I'm saying I'm, I'm – Alex Davis, that, 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 that's, that's a great case for, for him. And, you know, being, being an eight-time all, all-star, which, you know, I, I think back then was, was probably more realistic than it is now when you, when you make all-stars. Um, and look, all, all NBA was more valuable back then too because you know they only had two All NBA teams. They added the third team later on, so a lot of guys yeah. kind of pat that third third team. <laughs> right? All yeah, NBA. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I, I like Alex English too. I, I I think we can't we can't forget him. Um, and you mentioned a great point. I mean, if you if you're going to be dominant and you can score two thousand points eight straight seasons, I mean, if, at the, at the time it was unheard of, and we can, we can't we can't look we can't look at now and back then. So it's like. At the time, this Alex Davis was was one of the best players to, to play the game as far as putting the ball in the basket. He was putting the ball in the basket. So, I, I'll vote up Alex Davis as well. And uh, who else we got retired next? Adrian Dantley? Adrian Dantley. I just – I'm not – I ain't putting him in mind. I ain't putting him in mind. I don't care what kind of stats you're bringing up. He got on the Pistons, and they couldn't win because of him. <laughs> so, he they, – they, they could have won three to four championships if he would just let Isaiah Thomas be the guy and be the second – and just be the scorer. But he wanted to be something else. I ain't put Daly in just because of that. Hello. It's biased, but I don't care. All right, bro. But <laughs> just, just, for, just for the audience, man, I'm going to go ahead and give them the Adrian Dantner resume before we move on, before we transition. But, uh, we got like 17 minutes left. Uh, at the time of his retirement, he was the ninth leading scorer in NBA history. So he was behind Alex English. Uh, he Great free throw shooter, man. He ranked fifth all-time on the NBA all-time free throw list. He won rookie of the year, two scoring titles. Uh, led the NBA and made free throws five times during his career. So he was knocking down at the line. Uh, during his first four years with the Jazz, they did not make the playoffs. So that goes to your case of him not being a winner. <laughs> um, so, and then, of course, like you said, once he was with Detroit, they, they didn't win the title until he left. So, um, you know, similar resume to English, but, you know, because of, for consistency, I'm going to vote him yes, but. Uh, what you vote no, Mr. Hey. Dantley does not make the upper room Hall of Fame. I ain't put, I ain't put Dantley in. He, he, because he, he, he just, you, you don't win nowhere, and you finally get on a winning team and don't know how to act. I just can't, I just, 
You supposed to be you supposed to be the guy to put <laughs> it to the top and you you brought him down. I I, I can't do it. Bernard King, I ain't put Bernard King in. He just I mean, yeah, I feel yeah. I, I feel I feel yeah. like it was more of a more of a Man, ABA Nick, thing, hey, NBA thing. Hey, hey Nick, Nick's fans finna hit the DM going crazy. Man, but yeah, Bernard, King. Bernard King, Bernard King, he's not going there. Four-time All-Star, one-time scoring champ, four-time All-NBA. To me, the scoring title is bogus. He only played like 58 games. He got hurt, blew his ACL. I think. Yeah, I mean, if he had a longer career with, you know, based upon injury, you know, if he would stay healthy, he'd have probably made it. But uh, yeah. no Bernard King for me either. All right. Um. So who have we talked about yet? Man, I gotta talk about my boy with the bad nickname, Melo. Melo, <laughs> hey, <laughs> all right. Because all right. look, he, he got a, he got a similar resume to uh to Dantley to English. He's ten time right. All Star. He won a scoring title. I think he is kind of bogus too. He only played about sixty something games. I thought Katie should have got it, but uh, Katie was like point five lower because he played eighty one games compared to Melo's sixty five, sixty six, something like that. But Melo's six time All NBA. So uh, his first ten years in the league, man, he made the playoffs uh, with. Denver and the Knicks, but he hasn't won a playoff series since like 2014, 2013, something like yeah. that. So he on, he, on a, he on a good little drought. And because of his reputation, he was out the league at one point. Even his talent can keep him in the league for a little while. So yeah, uh, he kind of had a bad rap, but man, Melo is one of the five to ten greatest offensive forces ever. I think he's number like 18 right now on the all-time scoring list. If he lasts a little bit longer, he'll move up. But even just being top 20 on the all-time scoring list and what we know he you know playoff success and stats don't really define him but we know he dominated during his prime i'm, I'm voting for Melo. yeah uh Melo getting into uh easy decision for me you're, t- you're talking about a guy who i mean he was consistently a top five player in the nba for a long time uh but yeah i i think we we always gonna knock him when you're talking about when you're talking about the upper echelons i, I, don't, I don't think he, he deserved the penthouse and it's because you know his his ego and, and all that stuff and, and getting in the way, you know you should you should have teamed up with LeBron, like in Miami. I'm sorry, like <laughs> you should have did it. And, and you had opportunities in Denver and, and New York to to win. Uh, was one seed in New York one time I think, or at least the top two seed. And then got to the conference finals against uh, the Lakers versus Kobe. So he had chances to actually do it himself. And uh, you know he, he got got he did, he did pretty fine. I mean he got close, but no cigar. So. Uh, but yeah, put him in right now. And too bad Portland probably won't make the playoffs to to maybe to maybe try to win the series. Actually, they, they'll get blown out, but it don't matter. Um, yeah, he yeah, is. So for, 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 yeah, for, for the fans, you kind of see we drew the line that Melo playoff success, English playoff success, but Dantley not a lot of success, even though he had a similar resume. And so. then got onto the team with playoff success and brought him down. <laughs> so, so so that's kind of where the line gets drawn there. Uh, as far as those those three guys with similar resumes, but let's talk about three guys real quick that are also well, t- one's two are retired, but one's still active. That people are saying you know could potentially be Hall of Famers. But let's start with current Miami Heat under Iguodala, one-time All-Star, three-time champion, two-time All-Defensive Player, one-time Finals MVP. Yes or no? Does Iggy get your vote for the upper room? You want me to lie? You want me to tell the truth? Man, both of them. <laughs> All right, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna say the lie. Yeah, man, he should get in. I mean, Finals MVP. I mean, how many people got Finals MVPs, right? I mean, on a team with with the greatest shooter of all time, a guy we put in the upper uh, upper room last week in Draymond Green, and, and a guy like Clay Thompson, one of the best two way guys, and he won Finals MVP. Now the real answer is hell no. Because I just, I just, I just can't do it. We talk about a three-time champ, okay, but he's a he coming off the bench as a role player, six man, and yes, he finished the games up in that, that Hampton Fives role. But we're not going out and say, hey, we gotta stop uh, Iguodala. We gotta stop Andre Iguodala. No, we can't do it. And and to be honest, these other two guys are similar, or and really better in my opinion for career-wise. And we're not talking about them. So because he can't because he can't get past them first, he can't get him out of the room. Man, like you said, the answer here not equal dog. I don't care what nobody <laughs> say. This man never averaged twenty points a game. His career highs were nineteen point nine, eighteen point eight, eighteen point two. Those are three highs. You never averaged twenty points a game. With the Warriors, man, you only averaged but he was seven point three points. He averaged seven points like like six like six points last year, bro. And they were talking about some 
I, I bro, you coming off the bench. You were coming off the bench, man. You are not a Hall of Famer. You got a bogus Finals MVP. It should have been Steph Curry's. Eagle Dollar case closed. You are not. You you don't need upper room, lower room, boiler room, none of that. You ain't getting in here. <laughs> you ain't making it. Not the lower room. Man can't get into the basement. Nah. But, yeah, so we talk about these other guys right here. So, Sean Mann and Ron Artest. Eagle Dollar can't. He, he can't get past them. And they're all similar as far as, like, slightly above role player slash, slash like, third star on a team. We know Sean Marion, yeah. you know, D- Dallas and Phoenix and what he done. And we know Ron Artest helped the Lakers secure a championship. Marion helped secure a championship just like Iguodala did. But they all had great players with them, you know, so. Yeah, Marion, he had a few good years before Nash got there. But Sean once Marion. Nash got there, yeah, once Nash got there, the team's success took off. Um, he doesn't have any all-NBA, all-defensive team nods, man. You know, for for a guy who plays great defense, work. right? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's for a guy crazy. who played a lot of good defense, he, he didn't make that. So, uh, cool resume, four time All Star, one time champ, two time All NBA, but I'm not voting for him. That jump, that, Meta, ju- that jump shot not getting in either, right? Oh, oh no, nah. <laughs> Melo didn't have the brawl happen. He would probably be in, but uh, one time champ of Lakers, one time defensive player of the year. He was headed in the right direction, but uh, yeah, I I I can't let Melo in either. I, yeah. I love I love I love Bit Run. I love Melo. Weight brought to the game, but I can't give him the nod either. Yeah, I, I and I, I think Sean Man or Artest sit above Iguodala, and and y'all, you can prove to me why Iguodala, anybody that can prove to me why Iguodala is better than Sean Man or Ron Artest, I'm one, I'm not hearing it. Two, I ain't buying it. So, sit up somebody <laughs> else. I think we got one last debate left in us, man. Um, Right now, if they retire today, Paul George, six-time All-Star, four-time All-Defensive player, five-time All-NBA, 2013 Most Improved Player, Jimmy Butler, five-time All-Star, four-time All-Defensive player, uh, two-times All-NBA, 2015 Most Improved Player. If they retire today, Paul George or Jimmy Butler, are they in the upper room? And if so, why or why not? If, you know, what are your thoughts on those two guys? Man. I, I think I think these two, this this is what's hard because you know first of all who would you rather have between these two guys because we've seen Jimmy do what he do with different franchises and rise them up we've seen Paul George go to a team with a start and almost win MVP we've seen him with Kawhi now uh, we've seen him in Indiana who was was his trajectory was going higher than what it was but because of the injury probably slowed down a little bit I think these guys are. Identical. I think these are they are twins. So if you <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, they are so all the same tier right if now. George get in, Butler get in. George don't, Butler don't. And I, and and I think Butler was a was the slow starter, but you seen when he went from the Bulls, who shouldn't have been the eight seeds. They shouldn't have got in. I almost beat the Celtics that that year. Um, we went to Tim Wolves, who came in the playoffs. They finally get in because he get there. Sixers, you know, NB Ben, NB Ben. What well, they got to the playoffs that they lost to what Kawhi's uh you know crazy shot. They, they crazy shot. And look. Jimmy was the closer in that series too. And for, then, and for then, that, for, that, for, that, for that team. And then you got Miami, who's uh, Tyler Hero rookie, none rookie. Bam, a second year player. Uh, Derrick Jones, all he was known for was Duncan. You still got Drogic as as, as a vet. And yeah, true. And then you got uh, Duncan uh, Robinson, who's nothing but a rookie, I think, as well. So, and they they was up at first. It was a one or two seed at one point. So, I think Jimmy just where he goes, he just he just brings winning and. That's what would make me want to vote him over. If I had to choose one, that's why I would vote him over George. But like I said, it won't, they both had to go in. I, I don't know, man. What do you think? Uh, I, I agree. They are, they are the same. But I, what I disagree is I would pick Paul George over Jimmy. Damn, so you, um, you're a Paul I'm a Jimmy guy. Damn. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Paul George 2017 and 2019, those, those were two great seasons. Um. And more all NBA, like he, he's more recognized amongst the his peers in the media with all NBA. So I, I would go Paul George, but I'm gonna vote no as of today. I need to see more from both guys. I want to yeah. see where they finish up. Um, if Paul George and the Clippers win a title this year, even though he may be the second option on that team, that'll kind of give me the nod to say, all right, he's pretty much gonna be there. Uh-huh. But as of as of right now, um, I'm voting no for both. So we say so you saying if he get a championship, so we know Jimmy Butler and the Heat probably won't win the championship. But what would Jimmy Butler have to have to do on the Heat like this season to, to make you be like, all right, I can see him going there too? 
Conference Finals? Well, I say, or? Yeah, I, I need East Finals from the Heat, and then for the rest of his career, he got a, he got the contract. So he need to stay in his place. To, yeah, yeah. I, I need to see Jimmy end up an eight-time All Star, about six-time All Defensive, and have about four All NBA nuts. I need to see that so I can give him the case. And I, th- I think Jim Butler, I think Jim Butler will get three. All NBA this year, and you know, I, I'm pretty sure he he can still he can still be a top 15 player for the next next two or three four seasons without without doubt. So yeah, you're right. No for, no for right now, but these two guys are, I mean, they they can get a queen size at least if anything. Yeah, uh, they, yeah, yeah so they, 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 they head in the right they, they head in the right direction. They they, they get both it. head in the right direction, and then we have three more guys who are headed in the right direction. We were talking these guys earlier in text and via Twitter. Jason Tatum versus Brandon Ingram was, you know, was kind of like the debate. Right. But um, also, also Chris Middleton, man, like, yeah, all these, all these guys are starting to emerge. Middleton has more game taking these guys. He's already been a two-time All Star. He's been in the league, I think, seven years compared to Tatum and Ingram on their third or fourth years. But um, they're all heading in the right direction. Um, of the three, I'm a Tatum guy. Um, so I, I would give him the the highest trajectory to get to the upper room. Uh, I think. Career-wise, ceiling-wise, he could be Paul George-esque, and I think Brandon Ingram could be Trace McGrady-esque, win a few scoring titles and stuff like that with the Pelicans. Um, Middleton, he's going to have to hope that they win some titles, him and Giannis, so he can kind of yeah. be like that, 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 that Pippen. Yeah, but I that's, think that's, that's, why, exactly. that's how I view all those guys. That's, that's, and that's, that's perfect for Middleton. He, he has to show that he can be the Pippen, the James Worthy, and he can get in with with, with that, being being those two guys, even the Paul George behind with you know, Ryan with Kawhi. If you can show that you can show up in those big moments in the finals, and have that, you you can you can get into the upper room. Uh, Tatum and Brandon Ingram both young, uh, both ascending, and I think because this, this position is so locked and so heavy right now, it's kind of hard to see them coming. Uh, but yeah, they they both are coming, and I I agree that all three have a good chance. Tatum and Ingram has has the opportunity because they they're so so young, um, more so than the Middleton. But yeah, um, Tatum and Ingram has a chance to be the best player. To get in, and Middleton has a chance to be the Pippen and and, and the James worthy to get in. Real quick, man, what about your guy? We we, we skipped over your guy, Pager, man, three time All hey. one time champ, one time All NBA. Don't get me started, man. If we if we talking about if we talking about Pager Stoyakovich as far as uh 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 three point three ball well, hey, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we talking about Hall Hall of Fame for three point shooting. My boy at the penthouse, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> hey, Pager, that's my guy right there, man. And uh, we also didn't mention Latrell Sprewell, four-time All-Star, one-time All-Defensive player, and one-time All-NBA. So those were just a few. And Rashard Lewis won a title, two-time All-Star. Just a few of the guys we left out. Uh, and make sure um, everybody knows, we, we, we count Luka Doncic as shooting guard. So, yeah. so, so if, 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 even though un, under college man, football, he everything. He, 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 he be athlete. But yeah, he, Luka, we, everything. We're going to say he's a shooting guard. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so, yeah, so that's our room. That one, man. Go and give us a recap before we get out of here. Yeah, we got 12, 12 more inductees. LeBron James, Larry Bird, Kevin Durant, Kawhi Leonard, Dr. J, Scottie Pippen, Paul Pierce, James Worthy, Carmelo Anthony, Dominique Wilkins, Alex English, and last but definitely not least, Mr. Grant Hill. Yo, Kev, where are these 12 inductees going? The upper room. To the upper room, yeah. man. To the so upper room. That brings the, the 24, man. We got 12 from power four and 12 from small four. So we're sitting at 24 right now. Hey, that's not that's not that's not bad too, man. That's not bad because you know we I mean we 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 canceled a lot of guys who who were who made the Hall of Fame, like the Danleys and all them guys like that, but it, yeah, it's Bernard just King out of here. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we over over under, man. All right, we're sitting at 24 through two positions. Okay. Over over or under, we'll have 60 inductees because I'm basically saying 12 times five positions be 60. So over or under, we get we get 60. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go, uh, I'm gonna go under. I feel like I feel like the guard position, we're not gonna go 12. I, I just I just got a feeling one of them not gonna go 12. Uh, and center may or may not go 12. So I think I, I'm gonna go under. I think we might hit on under, under 60. I'm going over. I think okay. we're going to have like 62. Ooh. I think okay. we're going to barely hit the over, like 61, 62. So I'm going over. We'll see how it plays out. That's going to be good to see. In uh, the next couple episodes. Facts. I mean, we got – hey, uh, make sure y'all check out us on 12 Ounce Sports. Check out us on Apple Podcasts, 
Our Heart Radio. Man, check all that out stuff, the website, man. man. We got the got the duo hey, article out, man. Hey, do hey, website, hey man. for real though. Hey, Rashad's dropping the what? Your, your, your top ten quarterback under thirty, and your your top ten over thirty coming out soon. So y'all y'all be tuned for that, man. Yeah, check out the duos, Joe Dumars, Isaiah Thomas, too. Bad Boy Pistons. The upper room. And that's that's all we got, man. Preach care, preach with Rashad. We out. <laughs>